Hello and welcome to another episode of Sapphic Talks. In this episode, we will be talking about how, within the context of gender ideology, the concept of kindness and empathy for human beings is not extended to women. Who knew? I guess the notion that women are indeed human beings is still a bit too much to take in, perhaps even a little too radical for the tastes of some people. So one of the things that trans rights activism and gender ideology has brought to the surface is how willing people are to listen to, adjust their behaviour and their language accordingly for men, and how this doesn't extend to women. In fact, women speaking out is often met with resentment and ridicule instead. As I made very clear in the previous episode on this podcast, empathy and the concept of kindness towards men who take steps to appear as close as they can to being perceived as the opposite sex takes complete precedence over empathy and kindness towards women who dare to express any kind of discomfort around this in relation to their safety or their sexuality. For example, this expectation that women should welcome men and male bodies into spaces where they're potentially vulnerable and lesbians should unpack their sexuality and bend over backwards to make men and male bodies welcomed in their spaces largely stems from the belief that women are expected to be kind and empathetic at the expense of their own feelings. Otherwise, they are simply awful people. I've actually experienced this in person, you know, over the years I've had men, men who identify as trans, men who don't identify as trans, straight men, and even a bisexual man touch me or try to rub parts of my body in work environments. And whenever I've established a boundary or reacted with discomfort, I'm immediately seen as this bad guy or air quotes bitch, end air quotes, for asserting any kind of boundary or expressing this discomfort. And on some level, it's always felt like I've been expected to cater to men, and I don't, uh, which incites hostility. And we're seeing this exact same hostility from trans rights activists. Now, I have also seen women who are clearly uncomfortable in a situation, but they will tolerate certain behaviours and boundaries being crossed because they don't want to make a scene, hurt anyone's feelings, or are even scared of violent or hostile repercussions. Or they're even operating under the assumption that the feelings of men take precedence over their own. And of course, this only ever benefits men. Male entitlement and socialisation doesn't go away because somebody decides that they feel female, whatever that means, or they want to wear more feminine clothing. So when it comes to men identifying as women and wandering into women's spaces, This issue carries over, and rightly so, there are a large number of women who are suspicious of this and aren't comfortable with this. Those men still represent a threat, uh, whether or not they have good intentions, but this is of course brushed off as paranoia on the part of women, because people just can't bring themselves to empathise with how women might actually feel in these situations. This is in stark contrast to the aggressive persuasions of trans rights activists who insist that men must be listened to and validated above all costs. There is a distinct lack of empathy for the way women are perceived and treated 
often because it's not something the average man will ever experience, including trans-identified men. Even when a man chooses to identify as a woman and tries to present himself as such, this is still not the same experience that actual women have, and it never will be. But if nobody takes women seriously, is it any surprise that trans rights activists and trans-identified men are doing the same thing? As far as I can see, a lot of trans rights activism is tied into male entitlement and delusion. You know, that it's okay to invade women's boundaries and make them uncomfortable, because what women feel doesn't matter. And furthermore, how could a man not be wanted in the first place? Going back to this idea of empathy and kindness, where's the empathy towards women who, for whatever reason, don't want men in their spaces? Where's the kindness for victims of trauma who are burdened with discomfort? Where's the empathy for lesbians who are same-sex attracted, being asked to include men in their sexuality? Where's the empathy for female athletes, who spend years training only to have their title and awards snatched away from them by men who claim to be women? Well, instead of empathy, women who bring this up just get called a turf, transphobic, or subjected to numerous threats of violence. But nobody cares, because the hatred of women is normalised. I mean, is this not the same as what angry men do to women who speak up about rape culture or feeling uncomfortable? They're just called sluts, feminazis, and subjected to numerous threats. It's the same misogyny, just repackaged as progressive thinking. And I can't pretend that's not the case. On the off chance that somebody is offended or their feelings are hurt by pointing out the reality of the situation. You know, a common argument from trans rights activists is where is the empathy for these trans-identified men? And as I've said before, I do completely have empathy for somebody who is genuinely suffering with their body image or feels distress at being born a certain sex. And I think they should have resources of support and live their lives free of discrimination. But I also have empathy for women who historically and presently routinely have their feelings dismissed and live in a society where being made to feel uncomfortable is the norm. And it's not okay to throw women under the bus to protect the feelings of men. I don't accept that. There has to be a much more balanced approach. Now, once again, this doesn't mean I or any other woman who asserts her boundaries wishes harm on anybody or wants anybody's right to go about their lives in peace stripped away from them. It's simply about, in the interest of safety and comfort, putting the feelings of women on an equal footing. Asserting boundaries with men is not synonymous with oppressing them. Although that is what trans rights activists would have you believe, and they've had a very successful campaign, which even I bought into at one point. And now it's up to other people to try and undo all of this damage, including myself. So I'll end with this. Empathy and kindness in themselves are positive human traits, which are necessary for living in a society with all kinds of different people. But they shouldn't be wielded as a bat in which to beat women over the head with when they dare to ask a question or express an opinion. Empathy and kindness are not inherently female traits in which women can be exploited through, and whilst it should be encouraged for people to listen to and treat each other with respect, that should be a two-way system. 
not something that is reserved for men and denied of women. Now, before I sign off, I should say that this is a free monthly podcast for everybody to listen to, but I will be offering a monthly subscription, which I believe will be available after this podcast is released. And with this subscription, you can have access to extra episodes on this podcast. So please do sign up if these episodes interest you or you'd simply like to support my work. It's completely optional. Nobody should feel like they have to at all, but I wanted to mention it so people know about it. Okay, thank you for listening.